0: Hi, and welcome to The Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey, The Loud One. I'm Jesse, The Short One. This week we're doing Variety Hour for the second time, except we've changed literally everything about it. Yeah, so initially we did Variety
1: Hour with Stranger Things 3 and we just screamed for an hour and a half and didn't realize that a TV review wasn't really the thing we could just run back every month. So we just changed it to, uh, we each bring five topics, of or, uh, five different articles for a five different topics. Variety. A little bit of variety, because this is what a fucking variety show is,
0: you idiot. Spoiler, uh, this is going to
1: be about an hour. About an hour, yeah. Uh, It's going to be real shocking. (laughs) Uh, Also, real quick, uh, Jesse promised me he was going to do this episode in a British accent. And Jesse's really bad at accents. And it was going to be really funny. And then he just clapped his little bitch hands and said, Hi, welcome, loud and short of it. And it wasn't a British accent. Yeah, I can't
0: do accents.
1: That's why it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I wanted to do this entire episode where you're doing the accent. And I'm just not acknowledging it.
0: I don't want to upset any of our British audience. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We've got about uh, 14 listeners in Britain, and I don't want to piss them off by doing a terrible British accent. If you're British and you've even heard of this podcast, (laughs) I want you to at me
1: on Twitter, and I'm going to fucking dox you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to swat your ass.
0: (laughs) Okay, well then, back to uh, our British audience. Fuck Britain, y'all are stupid.
1: No, no, no. Fuck Britain 200 years ago, and also currently.
0: Okay, so I think the way we're going to do this is we're going to pop between, uh, our five topics are politics, uh, music, yeah. pop culture, Hunger. television, yes, and a random one. Yeah. Five topics. I think what we'll do is we'll hit one topic, Ramsey will go, then I'll go, then we'll go back. 10 topics, 10 things to learn. We're hoping you learn this time. Probably not much, because we're both dumb as shit, so you can't we, really learn much we, from us. But
1: Yeah, we look at every situation in our lives as, how can we be the funniest person in the room? Yeah. We're really not teachers. If we were teachers, we would be fired with a meeting. <laughs> they, they, the principal will come in and be like, why, 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 are there, why are your students saying the C word? And Jesse's like, it's funny, dude. It's <laughs> counterculture. Alright, uh, so we you want? To, you want to start on politics? No, nah, no, let's end on politics. Oh, let start good. on...
0: Uh, what's, what's a good one to start on? Let's start on pop culture.
1: Pop culture, alright. You go first, you know the most about pop culture. Bro, we don't really talk about movie news, but I think it's time to. Um, Spider-Man's out of the MCU,
0: and um, there have been
1: developments on this, and it looks like it's permanent. Really? Yeah, I don't think Disney was willing to... Willing to pull their dick out for this one, I think they just didn't—they didn't, didn't want to look weak to Sony, and it's—it's it's, kind of scary because they—the president of Sony said that talks are now closed.
0: Wow. Yeah. So on one hand, I think that kind of sucks because <clears throat> Spider-Man was literally going to be Act Four of yeah. the M- MCU, and now it's not, obviously. Um, but on the other hand, it's kind of nice to watch Disney lose a fight for once. Yeah. Disney is so fucking big and they own so much stuff that it's nice that we have companies like Sony that are also as big and can still throw down and tell them to fuck off.
1: I agree with you. Um, It just sucks that it's like fucking... It, oh, God, I almost said something super dorky. It's like, uh, I don't know, it, it's like a fucking another bad guy just winning.
0: He's a, he, But he's like a bitch uh, bad guy. Yeah, one yeah. bad guy beat up another bad guy. He's not even
1: a cool bad guy you want to root for.
0: That's fair. He didn't even,
1: like, really win. He just, like, stole the guy's wallet while the guy was sleeping.
0: Do you think it also might be actually beneficial to the MCU because it'll force them to turn some stuff over and try something different? No, because I think they're already trying different shit. That's
1: fair. Like, this is the biggest shakeup and, like, a, like take... Uh, biggest uh, shift, I would say, from what regular MCU shit was. We're making Doctor Strange a horror movie. We're getting a Thor Love and Thunder movie. Um, yeah, I think it's got just a lot, be a lot of new of...
0: shows on Disney Plus. Yeah,
1: I think it's just a lot of shit like Thor Ragnarok was, where they were just like, "Oh shit, no one likes Thor because he's like probably just the most vanilla ice cream motherfucker on earth." <laughs> and then they were like, "Let's make him funny
0: and sad and cut his hair," and they did, and then they ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I think it'll all be worth it because we get to watch Uncle Ben die for a fourth time. Well, no, that's the thing—they're not rebooting it. Sony's just saying you can't use it, and then they're not going
1: to come up. They're going to come out with a movie. Yeah, they're going to make it. Their plans on they're going to make another Spider Man movie and have him crossover with Venom. So we get Tom Hardy's Venom it was in another Spider Man movie made by Sony. Is Tom Holland
0: still going to be? Tom oh, Holland is wow. still
1: contracted to play Spider Man. They're just going to pretend like the biggest part of Spider Man's character in the MCU doesn't exist, which is his connection to fucking. I'm gonna oh, say right
0: now, 80 percent chance that that's gonna crash and burn and be a shash trash movie. 20 percent chance they pull it off in some magical way and it becomes the best Spider-Man movie we've seen yet. I think, yeah, I'm gonna root for that. I'm gonna root for the root for the underdog on this one. I, I'm Sad just, that Sony's an underdog because they've got enough money to take over four countries, but
1: I just don't want to see this shit. I don't care. It it's annoying that that Marvel, cause I know Sony knew they had him on the ropes, cause you like, look at how much money Marvel paid for fucking Star Wars, they paid two billion. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, man. there's no amount of money Sony was willing to give up. They made a billion off of the last Spider Man movie alone. That's insane. It's big fucking bonkers. How would you feel about it? Did you ever watch that Venom movie? No. It's Hot spoilers for Venom. <laughs> There's one part of Venom that made me laugh so fucking hard I cried. And it was the only part of Venom that I remember. And like, at one point, uh, Venom is talking to Ed Hardy, Tom Hardy, <laughs> Ed Hardy, <laughs> Ed Hardy, and he like he climbs. So he turns into Venom and then he climbs up his building. Just mm-hmm. and then uh, he breaks in, and then he's like uh, he's like, oh, we got to get back down. And the Venom's like, oh, I got this. And Eddie Brock is like, no, I want to take the elevator. He's like, okay. And then he presses the button. It just cuts in pressing the button. And Venom just goes, pussy. <laughs> and I was fucking rolling. So if if I can see Tom Holland getting called a little fuck-ass bitch by my <laughs> giant Venom, I'd be kind of with Were Are you that. ready to
0: make the move, like the new Joker movie that's eventually come out? Just all rated R superhero movies? Um, see, I mean, I'm down. I'm with it. But the thing is, like, this Joker movie is annoying.
1: No, you're wrong. No, it looks amazing. But it's annoying to me because I can't have a fucking Batman movie.
0: I want Batman.
1: Joker's not as cool without Batman.
0: Well, let's save that for a monthly movie review next month. <sighs> no, because I'm just depressed. Anyway. Okay, my pop culture is uh, Complex. Been watching a Complex TV oh. show with Ramsey. He's, he's got me on it. And they had an article saying that Netflix needs to stop uh, dropping seasons all at once because it doesn't have the same hype as a series that gets let out once a week. And I think that's the dumbest shit in the world. Complex is saying this? Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. You know why they're making that article? Why? Because Complex made the fucking show with Netflix. Mm. They probably don't like their content being shoved out like that. Well, fuck them.
0: That's the best way to watch a television show.
1: My favorite uh, YouTube series, and this is going to sound super basic because I am who I am, (laughs) Sneaker Shopping with Complex. (laughs) It's fucking awesome. Rich-ass people go into the sneaker shops and get to see if they if they have good taste or they're just rich.
0: Mm. It's so
1: fun. You know who's fucking crazy smart when it comes to style? Who? Oh. Billie Eilish. She dresses mm. like a fucking moron a lot of times
0: but you get a little it makes more sense doesn't she have that whole dope thing where she's just trying to not have people stare at her because she's like 17 yeah. so she just wears like big ass coats and shit she's yeah. like, fuck you, you don't know if I'm thick or tiny Yeah. leave me alone, I'm 17 <laughs> she was uh she picked up these, these Gatorade Jordans it was like super loud, like lime green, yellow
1: fucking Jordan ones and she's like yeah these are cold as fuck and then he was like oh why, why do you like them he, she was like cause I'm brave enough to wear them and I was like Oh, fuck. I was like, no, alright, that was, that was kind of a bar, Billy. That was kind of a bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So in, so, in total, fuck Complex, fuck yeah. Disney, Sony's pretty cool, mm-hmm. Netflix is pretty cool. No. Yeah, Netflix is pretty cool. In the
1: words of Kanye Omari West, am I too but, complex for Complex Con?
0: <laughs> yikes. No, he's good. Yikes. Okay, what we got next? We got Pop Culture. Want to dive into music? Bringing up Kanye, like you want to talk about music? Mm, you want to go into music? Yeah, this boy wants to talk about music. Oh, I
1: oh got a lot to fucking talk about. Your boy had some, had an amazing month with music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first off, haven't even heard about Drake at all, except for when I bring him up and shit talk him. Hopefully, Drake's not dropping any new shit for a while. Um, but three, uh, three things. One. Pusha T just released, released a song that was produced by Kanye, and it is the most Kanye beat of all fucking time. It sounds exactly like shit off of Graduation. They featured Lauren Hill, and Pusha T talks about trapping, being a fucking slumlord, and money. And you know what? 80,000 fucking songs of Pusha T doing that, and it's still fucking good. <laughs> Don't know how he did
0: it. Another thing, Yandy got leaked. Kanye's original album that was supposed to come out a year yeah, ago. We, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. Any listeners already hold, heard Ramsey talk about this fucking album six hundred times it in the past week?
1: Fucking hurt. Well, no.
0: The What'd you do no the day no. it got released? What? What'd you do the day oh, it got released? No, Why do not you no. tell the audience what you did that day? Uh, so I uh, got my headphones. So it wasn't released. Got leaked. first, he took his pants off. No. no. When he no. saw the article, he uh, got the lotion out. I, and I He started myself. picturing Kanye and Keanu Reeves together okay. in a room. Keanu keeps getting brought up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I did. I uh, do you I love set- Keanu or Kanye more? It's right now. You have to, you have to marry one, and everything Keanu, that goes with marriage. Yeah, 100%. Wow, okay, okay. You serious?
1: That's, that's true love. Right I just there. love Kanye's art. I don't fucking, I don't want to like, even if someone was like, you want to be Kanye's best friend, I'd be like, oh, not really. <laughs> that's that's only like a lot of work. I already have to deal with Jesse when he's fucking two beers deep at parties <laughs> telling jokes. <laughs> Anyway, back to Yandi. So what I did was I listened to it twice here, and then it was about 2.30 in the morning, and I was like, mm, this is not how I like to listen to music. So I went on a drive, and I went, I went out, went out of my car, listened to it like three more times, and then came home. And uh, the next morning, Jesse's girlfriend was like, Ramsey, where the fuck did you go last night? And I went through all of that, and they were like... Oh Yikes! Like <laughs> we got big love for him, but that boy dumb as fuck. <laughs> I also like wasting half a tank of gas just to listen to an album. It was so fucking nice. It was so relaxing.
0: But I respect uh, it. Still haven't listened to it. it. It's it's gone. They've scrubbed that shit from the internet. I'm trying to find it. Four hundred people have like millions of people have to have downloaded that shit once it was up. I assume. So I'm just waiting to find a thread with it. Um, Gotta go in that pirate bay. Yeah. Sail them
1: seas it's pretty tight don't get me wrong it's a good album uh not very it's the same thing with his last album versus Pablo it's not very different Pablo from Yeezus huge departure same thing with Yeezus from fucking what was the last one was um uh, Anyways, uh it's just not it's not that different though hmm. like like Ye was not different and but now this one is like it just sounds like more of his last album it literally sounded like cut tracks from his last album which I fucking love, because that last album was dope, but I think that's why he didn't want to release it, he wanted mm. to get back in the lab. Um, fucking, and then, so, uh, going off of that, his new album is allegedly coming out September 27th, called Jesus is King, mm. and he's going to be a, he's going to be filming it with the, or a, he's, he recorded it with the Chicago Gospel Choir. Yeah, it's and, just that church that he runs. Yeah, he does like Sunday, it's not like a church, but Sunday service is like. It's just culty, it's not churchy. It's not, even, it's not even culty. He literally just buys breakfast for everyone and is just, like, listen to this hot shit. Mm. And he just plays shit. He doesn't talk or anything. Oh yeah, that's why I got in Kanye. I'm very excited for Jesus is King. I'm really hoping that goes over well. I hope it's not corny as fuck. Because Chance's last album, phew, Chance got way into his wife and way into fucking being a Christian. <laughs> that shit sucked ass. <laughs> I was bored out of my mind. Um, but yeah, that's what, I, that's what I got, uh, you got any, uh, you got any takes on Kanye's new album?
0: Uh, see, so what, what I did when I heard that that came out is, uh, I don't know, I, I didn't really do anything, and then you told me about it, then you told me about it some more. So, uh, my takes is, uh, Kanye fans, y'all are fucking unbearable. <laughs> Just unbearable <laughs> fucking people. That's my only take. I, oh, I got a good take in, in the, in the, the sphere of the rap universe, uh, Ramsey's got really hot takes on Post Malone that I didn't know he had. Oh my God! And I uh, want, want everyone to tweet at Ramsey and tell him how you feel about Post Malone so that he can have an aneurysm on the internet. Um, I'm just saying, one of our friends. Uh, let's just get
1: into this real quick. Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, we got time. We're on the what's on the docket. One of my friends, Jared, loved the kid. He's 19. He uh, pulled to the... His last name is this. No. He drives this car. (laughs) Here's his address. I'm going to edit all this out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He came came to the house we were all hanging out at. We were sitting around the fire. And he goes, uh, so uh, uh, Post Malone has not put out a bad song. And I looked at him real funny. And I noticed he was wearing Birkenstocks and a golf hat. And he said that, and I was like, what? And then he said, Post Malone's my favorite working artist right now. And I went in on this kid for probably the better part of 20 minutes. Just all post After that, I was like, how do you feel about Drake? And he goes, Drake's a pedophile. Fuck Drake. And I was like, ah, okay, we're evened out, baby. <laughs> I like Post Malone's No one first, disagrees yeah. on that one. I was like, Me and Vic talked about it, too. I like Post uh, Posty's first album. you don't give a fuck about. Sunflower's a great song, and I turn it off after Sway Lee's done with his part. I, I don't care about Post Malone. Mm. I pretended to like put one time. I pretended to like Post Malone because my best friend's mom texted me and she was like, "Ramsey, Post Malone was on Saturday Night Live," and she was like, "You like Post, right?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I do." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "That's very exciting."
0: But, I think Post seems like the most fun. Like you were saying, you wouldn't really want to be best friends with Kanye, even though he loves his work. I don't give a fuck about any of their work that much, but Post looks so much fun to hang out with. I would love to hang out with Post. He seems like them. a friendly-ass dude. Like He's just enjoying the life that he's been given and wants more people to have that kind of life. Yep. He seems happy as fuck. He, he does. He's just chilling. What? gives perfectly to my article, which, as always for me, it's a little less about music, a little politicky, but it's interesting the way, the way it leads in. Uh, so Seattle has completely changed the way that they do the war on drugs. Uh, they're trying to be one of the first cities that, like, doesn't punish drug use but has, like, safe places for people to do even fucking hard-ass drugs and whatnot. Oh, God. Which is cool, because in the music industry, I mean, there's obviously some outliers, but, like, I think... D- actually, dangerous drug use has definitely gone down within the past decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're like, I mean, Seattle, perfect example. That's tons of fucking punk bands and other... Music has come out of that <coughs> city and spread across the U.S. And a bunch of fucking bands. Nirvana, easiest example, has come out of Seattle and had horrible heroin problems. Mm-hmm. Everything else. Nirvana came out of Seattle? What? Nirvana came out of Seattle. Yeah. Ah, I fucking could have sworn I was right. Yeah. I mean, they they came out of a small little suburb outside of Seattle, mm-hmm. but like that's where they played before they fucking became Nirvana. Right. Pearl Jam's out of Seattle. There's Favorite a couple band. other ones. Pearl Jam's your favorite band? Top three. Wow. That's nice. They haven't had any huge drug problems, have they? No,
1: there's still... There's so many
0: music. Yeah. I, I, st-
1: I don't... My favorite band's a little rough. I like, like, four of their albums more than any other music in general, but the rest of their albums are kind of whack. hmm Um. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I just feel like, <clears throat> especially within the music industry, like... Like, we were talking about Mac earlier. Like, yeah. Mac went down because of fucking drugs. Like, it, it just keeps happening. Jimi Hendrix died because of drugs fucking one of my favorite artists of all time John Bonham he fucking he choked his own vomit he's in Zeppelin it's I I think this is like as far as drugs go I think having a safe place for them to do it I kind of understand yeah I just it's scary to me the thought of it
0: yeah, but the thing is, people are going to do it whether there's a safe place to do it or not a safe place to do it. Yeah. It's like the, uh, the, it comes back to that whole thing with, uh, high school parents. Mm-hmm. And there's always that one kid whose mom was like, You can drink, just do it at my house and no one drives. I'm telling you that was the safest shit you could ever get up to. It was, when you were, when you were 16 and you wanted to drink, it was either you had that friend or you were going to go drink in the woods like a fucking idiot. Mm. One of those two things was going to happen because you're a dipshit
1: like the woods there's
0: a bunch of people that are gonna do heroin it's just whether they're gonna do heroin with a nurse 20 feet away or they're gonna do heroin in an alley yeah. with some shitty ass needle How they get that Kurt Cobain gave them no, <laughs> God, fucking I would shoot up if Kurt
1: Cobain gave me a needle I'd be like holy fuck Jesse get in here go surreal <laughs> uh, yeah dude I don't know it's, uh, it, that's just such a complex one it's hard for me to, like, even get in because I'm just like my gut reaction is fuck no Mm. Like that sounds terrible was a, I'm gonna be really My gut reaction For like You know Being like the parent Who's like Oh yeah Get fucked up in my house is still fuck no Cause like my parents Were not like that I was like terrified Of getting caught By my parents Doing dumb shit mm. It made me hella good At being sneaky They, <laughs> they weren't like I, Cause I knew some kids Who like the stakes Were fucking high Like their parents Were pieces of shit Yeah Like my parents were good But I was just like I wanted to be sneaky Cause I respected them mm. You know I was trying to be a Made me uh, a made me, made me better in general <laughs> not being crafty um, but then again I, I don't think that, that that's really the point here I think I ran off the
0: tangent there yeah, I just yeah, I don't I think it's just a good thing that drugs bad drugs are becoming less pervasive in the music industry that was the mm-hmm. point I was trying to get across especially in the major cities major metropolitan areas which is obviously where music is going to explode from mm-hmm. no one's in Norman, Oklahoma and then they blew the fuck up Yeah, and that didn't fucking happen they had to go somewhere
1: but do you think these rich people are gonna go to these fucking centers to shoot up? That's
0: a, that's a valid point, especially with paparazzi and whatnot. Yeah, God, you but mean, there's been studies that these new centers lead to people doing less drugs. Yeah. So if people, if the if the average person is doing less drugs, it leads to rich musicians doing less drugs, it leads to better music for longer and less dead fucking musicians at 27. Yeah. Jesus, the 26 the 26 Club or 27 Club? I think it's the 27 Club, but I don't yeah. know for sure. Somewhere yeah. around there. A lot of people went down to 27. Like awesome. you want to get real thing. deep into it. You got to think, like, uh, if if some of these people didn't blow their brains out at 27, we would have made good music. If people like good music. You do less drugs if there's more good music in the world. I, I would argue that you do more drugs. There, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more good music in the world. So on that note, especially with the Kurt Cobain, I want to dive into the next one, switch it up a little bit. i okay. go first. Uh, this one's television, and it, there's a joke on this that, uh, that, that relates to these ones. Uh, for television, uh, Dave Chappelle just released his newest stand-up on Netflix. Mm. So Netflix, about six months ago, uh, made a deal with Dave Chappelle for five stand-up specials, which is his first like debut back... In the States, actually, doing stand-up comedy. Filmed stand-up comedy, not just in little clubs and whatnot. Right. Um, first, two were fucking great, but this one, out of the fucking ballpark. i um, trying to remember the name of it. It's called The Sticks and Stones. Yeah. Uh, at one point, he, he, he kind of starts off, and he, he talks about how Andrew Bourdain... His job was literally eating the best food in the world with the most famous people in the world, and he yeah. still managed to blow his fucking brains out. Yeah. But other people that have to work at Foot Locker for 25 <laughs> years don't blow their fucking brains out. He's <laughs> like, you're going to tell me that's, not a, that that's a mental health condition? He's like, that's mental health. That's not fucking that people don't have what they need. Yeah. It's like, it can happen to fucking anybody. But uh, apparently his critic ratings for that stand-up special, bombing really critics fucking hate it because he's just had like i'm not gonna lie there's some takes that they Chappelle makes and that one that i'm like that's a stupid fucking opinion to have but yeah. is it funny as fuck yes yeah. and that's all that comedy should be you don't take it seriously when he says something yeah you, you it's for comedic value and right now he's got a 100 or 99 percent as of right now on rotten tomatoes for with his uh the audience score. Yeah. And that's all that fucking matters on Netflix because nice. it's how many views he's gonna get. Yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck what some critic says. People who like Dave Chappelle are
1: not gonna give a fuck what a critic says. Like, <laughs> it's like Dave said. fucking Chappelle. I'll tell you one thing. I was sitting there. I'm the most liberal fucking person most people know. Even I was sitting there I was like, this isn't that bad. <laughs> like, this really... This is just like... This is just Dave Chappelle-ass shit. Like, yeah. he's not. he's not going like... The only thing he said where I was like... What? That's a weird thing to say. He said... Kevin Hart is literally the most perfect person, like, close <laughs> to perfect, and I was like, motherfucker, there's a J. Cole song about him fucking other girls besides his wife. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I guess, in the public eye, it's like, it's like, that's a pretty cool thing to say, but I don't know. I thought it was funny. I liked, I liked
0: to I didn't finish it, but I fucking loved it. I also think it's gotta be obvious that, like he's saying, nobody that watches Dave Chappelle gives a fuck about the critics. Yeah. If people are watching Sticks and Stones on Netflix and they're like, oh my god, how could he say something like this in 2019? Go watch the fucking Chappelle show yeah. and then find out how the fuck could this guy say this ten years ago, like yeah. five years ago. He was he was way past the fucking envelope back then. Yeah. If anything, he's reined it in a bit. Now that he's a little older. Like, he's still way past the envelope or whatever the fuck you want to, where you want the line. The
1: thing is, I think he's just gotten better solely because, like, is he still pushing the line, but he's not, like, he's doing it well. He has more tact.
0: Yeah. It's not abrasive. It's really just, like, I think that might just be uh, an actual difference between skit comedy and stand up comedy. Yeah. It's easier to play that line and be tactful when you're just using your own words, when you're trying to dramatize it and make it into a uh something it's got to be more in your face when you're doing a skit. Yeah, that's fair.
1: I uh I, know, man, I fucking love it. I love Dave Chappelle. I want to see Dave Chappelle more shit. Dave Chappelle was in uh, A Star Is Born. Really? Yeah, the Oscar movie. Dave
0: Chappelle was fucking good. I Dave Chappelle that. uh back back to the uh would you rather hang out with Kanye or Keanu? Dave Chappelle probably top 5 people that I would love to get a drink with. I would not want to hang out with Dave Chappelle. He'd be funnier than you and yeah, hurt your yeah, feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know why I love. Mom, you? come pick me up. Dave Chappelle's funnier than me. <laughs> you know why I love Keanu Reeves? I, I Definitely love not funnier no than me. No way he's funnier than me. <laughs> I, 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 he I, had a tough life as well. Yeah. yeah he's been through some shit. He's yeah. probably. I don't think he laughs as much as he should. No, he'd he, he love my shit. Yeah. <laughs> If I could get Dave Chappelle to laugh or like mm-hmm. just a tiny chuckle, I think my life would yeah, go yeah. up like ten steps. So anyway, welcome back to the "Celebrities Want to Fuck" podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm your host, Bamzy. <laughs> I Almost said my last name. <laughs> I'm Bessie. Bessie, Be- the Bessie. We Bessie. love Babe ba- Babel. Babe Babel and Biano Breeves. God, our fucking beams are ending the podcast. Fuck, that's Buck Bo. <laughs> that's Buck Bo. Brother, I'm I'm so fucking on this beam meme. I refuse to <laughs> refuse to ever let it go. Our roommates hate it, but I love it. <laughs> Our boo mates, baby. Yeah, it. it's a, bit. it's a, it's a tragedy that they don't love it.
0: Everybody, uh, if you if you follow us on Twitter, your next tweet just only B words. Only if you B do B anything words. else, you're you're not a real listener, and you don't really love us. Not just B Bub words. us
1: you have to like. It's literally replacing the first letter of every word with B.
0: Yeah, because boob bu- bu- bus, <laughs> I'm bitter.
1: Belkin Buddha bod bast I'm Bamsey. B- <laughs> Oh my God! Welcome, booed about and bored about it. This big be booed bear time. Do you know what this shit sounds like? It sounds like two fucking idiots who shouldn't have started a
0: podcast. This sounds like someone who hasn't spoken for twenty years finally getting words out. Okay, now that we're at the halfway point of the podcast, I'd just like to do a quick recap if you're just tuning in at 30 minutes. Uh, we talked about how we'd want to fuck Keanu more than Kanye, Thanks. but I'm Dave sure. Chappelle the most, and then we just babbled like tiny babies for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> a lot of these, Yeah, it was like two minutes. We're fine. I'm not editing this. Fuck
1: y'all. <laughs> Y'all's you be lucky this gets out by Thursday. If you're still listening, that's your fault, not ours. <laughs> Is, uh, we're test running this one. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, you're up on television, te- baby. So, uh, you know me, big Star Wars fan. Funny thing about me and my love for Star Wars, I know more about Star Wars than almost anyone, and I
0: hate most of the Star Wars movies. That I feel like that's something that just happens in every fandom. Best if you favorite. get super into a show, if you if you know the most about the show in a group of 100 people, you're going to be the one that's got the most things to be like, nah, that shit's fucking stupid. Yep, yep. I
1: uh so one good thing the prequels Star Wars prequels booty not good not a hot take most boring thing I've said on the podcast so far. However, <laughs> Bo, <laughs> uh, Ewan McGregor played Obi Wan in the prequels, and Ewan McGregor is coming back for a Disney Plus series mm. about Obi Wan,
0: and that shit is going to be fucking sick. Really? Let me tell you why. Has has there been a non animated Star Wars television TV show? Uh, so that's
1: another thing I was gonna get into this yeah. is also uh, The Mandalorian is a show that Jon Favreau directed did you see the trailer for? I think I sent it to you mm-hmm. it doesn't matter fuck Star Wars it's for nerds Um. anyway anyway sorry I'm trying to make sure the shit's sure muted yeah uh, The Mandalorian's coming out it's also a Disney Plus show but the reason this is so crazy is that no one thought this has been rumored forever that we were gonna get an Obi-Wan spinoff movie because there were three scheduled spinoffs uh, in, the, uh, in in as well, in addition to the sequels that Dizzy was making, mm-hmm. it was me to be Han Solo, Boba Fett, and uh, Rogue One. Rogue One sucked booty, Han Solo was ass, Boba Fett got scrapped because the director's an asshole. Mm. So, them transitioning into sh- shows is fucking kind of sick because we get Obi-Wan for like eight cold episodes.
0: Especially, I think, uh, and I know I've said the exact opposite about the MCU before, But I think when you have a world as vast as Star Wars, it's going to play better as a television show that's bingeable and you can have more going on Mm -hmm. than in short two- to three-hour bursts. Like, hey, there's this universe with this many planets and this many different characters, but you only have to care about these three. Yeah. And here's their story in two hours. Like, that's just not going to go as well as spanning shit over a 12-hour season. Yeah, I mean, I
1: totally agree. My biggest thing is that I I love the Star Wars sequels. I think... Uh, what? What's the fucking Force Awakens and Last Jedi are dope movies. I think they both have serious problems, but these movies would have been way fucking cooler if there were TV shows. Mm. I just watching eight episodes that flesh out the characters. I'm sorry, no one in these movies are fleshed out except for uh, Ray and Kylo. They're the two main characters. Everyone else is just there to look cool. Mm. But I think this is kind of cool. And also getting into that uh disney plus in general just making how many shows they're making is fucking crazy they're coming out of the
0: gate fucking swinging yeah and i don't know because i I see it could go two ways one way they come out swinging it's fucking awesome and disney plus is just blowing the fuck up but can they consistently do that maybe because they're disney and they have enough money to do it forever But I also worry that they're just announcing shit like fucking crazy for the first year of Disney+, and year two of Disney+, Plus is going to look very lackluster from Mm. that moment on. I think they're trying to avoid what
1: happened with Netflix. Um, Netflix had a slow rollout of all these, like, super big shows, and, uh, you know, they all got to three seasons and got canceled. Yeah. Also, all of Netflix, Netflix original, from now, like, now, I don't see Netflix originals as this, like, these are guaranteed good shows. But in the beginning, Netflix yes, originals were guaranteed good shows. You knew you're getting some dope shit. Remember when they came out with Daredevil, I was like, This is gonna be easily one of my favorite it has to
0: be one of my favorite shows. It's gonna be so dope. Yeah.
1: Now you're you're gambling every time.
0: That's true. But I feel like uh, that's honestly a smart thing from Netflix as well, because with everybody branching off to make their own things, Netflix now makes Netflix originals that are everything from great shit like uh, Working Moms as a comedy or Daredevil as an action to they have garbage fucking useless reality TV show trash that has the Netflix label on it. And what Netflix has to do that because if they're going to lose everything that isn't produced by Netflix then they're they're not going to be able to keep the soccer mom that wants to watch the Great British Baking Show and the guy that wants to watch an action movie and the comedy guy I think Netflix has also solidified itself, because I just saw an ad the other day for an Amazon, uh, what does Amazon call their streaming service? Prime. Prime Amazon video. Prime Video. Uh, I saw an ad from Amazon Prime Video being like, we have stand-up by this guy, and I was like, no, dude, stand-up's for Netflix. Like, you you can't, yeah. you can't fight them on this anymore. Like, they have taken over, they they have, If now if you get a, a comedy special, you're getting a Netflix comedy special. Yeah. That's how it's going. Because Comedy is, Central's gone as far as stand up goes. They just yeah. replace South Park and other shit all the fucking time. That's
1: fucking sick, though, because it's so nice to be able to just. Like, if a new stand up comes out, I know it's been on Netflix. I'm going to be able to watch it. I, Bro, you know how many stand up specials I fucking bought on iTunes when I was a kid? <laughs> I would watch them on my fucking iPod, iPod Nano and shit. Mm-hmm. It sucked ass. This is amazing. I used to watch it on my 55 inch TV. Yeah. Right above my desk. It's <laughs> <That's, that's laughs> hanging above our heads. <laughs> Um. Yeah. But uh, real quick, uh, before we uh, scoot off of this, uh,
0: <clears throat> a Moon Knight series was announced. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Don't know that much about Moon Knight. Moon I know Knight. he's a superhero. Yep. Moon Knight's a schizophrenic
1: superhero who Whoa. murders people. He has a line in one of the. Uh, he has a line in one of his comics that says, "All right, Dracula, you big fucking nerd. I know you're in here. Where's my <laughs> money?" <laughs> Uh, and he wears all white. He looks super badass. Well, not really. This looks, looks kind of corny. But he's all, the reason he wears all white. is it looks really badass when he's covered in blood in all the comics. Mm. However, there are rumors for who's going to play Moon Knight. And can you guess who I want?
0: Keanu Reeves. Keanu
1: Reeves would dead ass be a fucking fantastic Moon Knight. This is different from Batman, where I just wanted him to be
0: Batman because I thought it'd be cool. But this shit would be dope. You ever think? That it's super weird that Keanu Reeves always plays these majorly ridiculously badass kind of sometimes fucked up characters. Yeah. But in real life, he's he couldn't hurt a fucking if a fly landed on Keanu Reeves, he would not slap it. It's he's cool. He would feed it sugar. He would he would sweat out of that gland <laughs> to give that fly a little bit of fucking water to make it through the rest of its day.
1: And You know what, man? He's doing. He, you know what else he could do? He could just kill a bunch of dude pencils too. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Those dudes
0: killed flies. They
1: deserved yeah. it. The reason I was bringing that up, too, in addition to this, is can't, one want to talk about Keanu Reeves. Two, uh, Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel guy, has come out and said recently, We've been trying to get Keanu Reeves in movies. Mm. Because people keep barraging them to add, telling him, Get Keanu Reeves in the MCU. And he's like, We're trying, man. Like, <laughs> like he's just not about like anything we're giving him, you know? But,
0: like, but well, Keanu Reeves has money for days, and he donates yeah. a lot of it. So he probably just wants to be in shit that he wants to fucking be in. He yeah. doesn't want to be in. Some d- some dope some dumb shit. Yeah, he doesn't care. He does like fun shit. Like, even like, he can't He made like some fucking rom com with Winona Ryder. Recently. That sounds fun though. I, mean, I he watched just thought it. that would be
1: fun as fuck. I watched it and I was like, I fucking hate that I like this movie. But, like, <laughs> I don't know,
0: dude. He just wanted to
1: be Winona Ryder. I honestly wanted to sleep at the foot of their bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hit the hit your next one. Okay, what we got left? We got our random one and our politics. Okay. Let's do let's do politics. You wanna go first? No, let's do the random one. No, we'll save random politics. For yeah, let's dive into politics on this. No, you go first. Okay. So what I've got is uh the big the big debate right now. I'm sh- it's not gonna happen before twenty twenty unless some, some crazy shit happens, but for twenty twenty four it can make a big difference and for just the, the fate of our democracy. You know anything about the Electoral College versus the popular vote debate? Bleh. So So, uh, basically, uh, there there's a big argument to be made that if one vote equals if one person equals one vote across the entire U.S., uh, the middle of the U.S. would be fucking useless because no one fucking lives there. Mm-hmm. So if you lived there, you'd, you'd be upset because you you wouldn't get to have as much sway over things Good. as you could. Um, The other argument is why the fuck should a bunch of people that have more land get more say in our fucking election cycle? Yeah. And more and more facts and proof are coming out that show that the Electoral College is absolute horseshit. Um, If you look at uh, the top 100 Largest cities in the entire U.S. So basically, any city that people would fucking know what you're talking about, unless you live near them, mm-hmm. uh, that only makes up one sixth of the U.S. population—a 60 million people in the top 100 cities in the U.S. Jesus. So four fifths of the U.S. or uh, wait, five sixths of the U.S. live not in a major giant city. Okay. So the entire the entire premise is then lost there. I don't, I don't see the argument in, in today's age as to why it shouldn't just be one person gets one vote.
1: I mean, I agree with you. The, the whole thing just kind of counts as like, then what will motivate people to run for to be re- representatives of their fucking states?
0: What do you mean? I, guess, I mean, if you have no fucking say, you have no sway at all. I mean, they'd still have two senators and they're elected congressmen. So that still matters, but yeah. for president, it, it does make it so that if you live in... <coughs> you're saying, then if somebody ran for president, why would they appeal to the Midwest? Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. They definitely would a lot less. Yeah. But why is that necessarily a bad... It would, it would cause it so that the president has to appeal to the average American voter. Mm. Why? Why right now, especially with the way that our system is, which is fucking terrible. But right now, being in Iowa means you matter about hundred and fifty times more mm-hmm. than if you're from Texas, California, or New York. Right. No one gives a fuck about you. Let me throw out. Let me throw this out before I get
1: any more in this. I'm gonna be asking a lot of questions. so I want to know what you what you think about it. Okay. Uh, so I believe that we can do the one for one shit. Um, I think that land. Ownership and just having like the, uh, uh, a section or whatever is super old world think. It's stupid as fuck. Um, I don't understand why it's not like that. Like the popular vote versus the electoral college does not make any sense to me. I think every argument for, I had never heard an
0: argument that made me go, wow, you know what? I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Is, it just, it doesn't I think make any sense. the biggest argument that I personally have before you ask me any questions about it is being from Texas and, and being. I mean, I, I'm pretty strong, pretty left-leaning. I have, I'm not a big fan of the Democratic Party as it stands, but d- definitely better than, than anything else that's ever been offered to me um, is the fact that every single time that I try to get other like-minded or reasonable people to vote, it's constantly, well, why? Like, it's not going to matter. We're not going to flip fucking Texas, which, you know, coming up, we getting are. Closer we closer, are getting yeah. very close. But I think we would have flipped texas easily in 2018 and possibly in 2016 if people weren't fucking if people didn't just give up people don't people think there's no fucking chance Mm -hmm. and then from the other perspective if you're in california there are tons of fucking republicans in california that don't vote because why the fuck would you even try Mm -hmm. there's no way you're going to Beat you're, not, you're not flipping California. Yeah, California will be blue until 2050. You can write me down on that one. There's no fucking way it's changing. Unless it goes underwater. Which it might. Because a bunch of people are red. <laughs> they keep destroying the earth. Um, but I, I think that's the biggest thing for me is like, we, we always are worried because in America, our voting percentages are so low compared to other first world industrialized nations. Because what, most states, there's no fucking point. Unless you're in Pennsylvania, Florida, and a couple other swing states, Ohio, Arizona, your your vote doesn't fucking matter in presidential elections. It still matters for Senate and whatnot, mm-hmm. but presidential elections, it's pretty fucking useless. That's fair. I I, I don't understand. Like, it doesn't
1: matter where you're from. It doesn't matter the culture of your area. I just think overall the country picking one person over another. It doesn't make sense to me that you should have more stakes you have less people in your state and you just you're worried it's like they it literally the argument defeats itself it's like oh well what about us like you know I'm like what about you there's less of you <laughs> like i don't know what the fuck you want for it's like that's like saying like fucking if you go out to dinner with your fuck-ass friends and you're, you're all wanting to go it's like okay who wants pizza and who wants burgers and two people fucking are like oh we want burgers and the rest pick pizza and we're like, okay, but but this is our house. What about us? It's <laughs> like, fuck off, dude. Eat pizza, you dumb bitch.
0: Yeah. And it it was me slapping them. Nice, nice. For, for everybody at home, uh Ramsey clapped. If you didn't if you didn't catch on to that. No, no, no. I slapped my other hand. Uh, <laughs> no,
1: he slapped me. <laughs> I sl- I, cl- I clapped Jesse's cheeks on it. That was an awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the bod bass. <laughs>
0: I'm bun-comfortable. <laughs> anyway, this is the political podcast. <laughs> hey, we kept it we kept it on the nose and talked about real stuff for all of all of like three minutes there. That was actually solid. Then like, it got real bun-comfortable. <laughs> I have more questions for you, actually. Okay, hit me. Okay, so uh,
1: you believe it's like one-to-one. Um, how do you think that things would change as far as political movements go? No, uh, no, fuck that. That's a little too broad. How do you think like pre- presidential uh, campaigns would go since they don't have to go to the fucking like, Iowan chicks? I remember watching House of Cards and stuff, and they would always be going to the Midwest and like trying to swing the Midwest all the time, and I was yeah. like, oh, this seems so weird. I think it would, because it was literally hit a point where they were just like, we only need to swing these people because everyone else is going to hate me because I'm Republican or hate me because I'm a Democrat. Yeah. So how do you think things would change from there? I'm um, not, if
0: you can't answer that question, just tell me, fuck off, because I really have no idea. I think that... Uh, they would spend a lot less time in small towns. Which that does suck for uh, a lot of people. No, but it, <laughs> yeah, there's less it people sucks in less for towns. a small amount of people. Yeah. But the the other thing is when when politicians come to large metropolitan areas, it's not like, oh well the people that live in Dallas went and saw this person. No. It's like the people in Dallas and anybody in any small town within three hours of Dallas <clears throat> yeah. drove to go see that person. How many people um, do you think are actually doing that?
1: Aside from like...
0: I, dude, if I could people... get a fucking ticket to go see the, the Democratic debates in Houston, oh my god, I'd drive there instantly. Mm. Pay for the hotel and everything. It'd be sweet. Mm. But not it's, it's not that easy to get into. That's a whole different issue with how they yeah. decide who gets to go to those things and whatnot. Wait. Wait. Um, Okay, well, I want to talk about that. Well, you gotta, point. you gotta think about that. Whenever you're watching those <clears> debates, <throat> it's real easy to swing uh, public opinion based on like, one candidate says one thing, they get a huge scream from the crowd, it's just like watching sports. To be honest, yeah. that's why there shouldn't be fucking crowds in the first place. That's not how presidential debates were ever done in the past. Yeah, back during the first televised debates, it was a boring background with two candidates on a stage being asked questions and answering the questions. Mm-hmm. There wasn't an applause. There wasn't a soundtrack. There wasn't a stupid WWE intro with CNN's logo blasted mm-hmm. and dun-dun-dun and all this stupid talking about rivalries and whatnot. Dude, there was a fucking cut, and it was like a parody, but
1: then I was asking questions. I was like, wait, Jesse, is this real? <laughs> and he was like, no, no, it's Joe. He was like, no, 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 the talk track, is that real? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Holy fuck, it's idiocracy. We're we already
0: fucked. Y- there's a reason why Trump can shit on major media outlets. And parts parts of the things that he said, it, it's, it's that thing. In all good lies, there is some truth. Mm-hmm. Or no one would ever believe it. When he says that the mainstream <clears throat> news networks are full of shit and out of nowhere, he's not fucking wrong. They're fucking insane. Yeah. The way that The way that the average American consumes media is absurd. I'm not talking people under 30. That's changed drastically. There's now so many... There's good and bad. We are being fed misinformation all the fucking time by the internet. But there's also great resources and different... And you can watch in media now and know... I know this is left-leaning. I know this is right-leaning. I'll watch both and form my own opinion on this. Mm -hmm. And that's fine if they come out with those... I am a left-leaning news source. I am a right-leaning news source. Right. But I'm talking baby boomers. These people just sit down and they either watch Fox News all day long Mm -hmm. and they just fucking scared shitless that Mexicans are coming to steal their jobs Yeah. or they sit down and watch CNN or MSNBC all day and they're scared shitless that uh, Donald Trump's about to start a world war at any moment Yeah. and uh, uh, anybody but Joe Biden becoming president would be the destruction of America because they would somehow not be electable even though every poll shows that they'd be more electable than fucking Biden but
1: I mean hey maybe don't Fucking shoot your candidates in the foot.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Well. But I think it would lead to, uh, especially in those states that really have no major metropolitan areas. For example, Iowa. Uh, there's Des Moines. I don't. I think they might come to Des Moines once. But there would mm-hmm. be some. There would be some Midwestern states that would completely. They they would see a lot Just less. Stuck out. Yeah, because why would you go to a place with the population, like the population of Iowa is about the size of a population, it's less than the population of New York City. My Drastically. God. The entire state? Dra- yeah. All and not by, I'll, I'll check right now. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Iowa, yeah, Good. Iowa has less than half as many people in the entire state as just the island of New York City, or the, the area of New York City. Brew. Less than half. They have less than half in the state. The state of Iowa has 3.6 million people total. This doesn't make You take sense Dallas saying, and Fort Worth together, about the same. Maybe a little more in Dallas, to be honest, and that in the whole metropolitan area, if you include, Why like, outlying cities. <laughs> oh! Got a lot of farmers out there in America. Corn and wheat. Yeah, America would be pretty fucked without uh-uh.
1: it. Now, I used to make this argument a lot, though, because people would say, fuck people on Iowa and shit. But uh, I definitely had moments where I was like, where do you think your food comes from? Fuck you.
0: Yeah. Which I
1: respect. I think there's a way to figure this out. Um, It's just, it's insanely frustrating that that, that, that there's a whole dog and pony show when it comes to electing a president when it really shouldn't be. It should be pretty straightforward.
0: And then, uh, there's also there's arguments to be made. The farmer one is a good argument, and I and I get where people are coming from. It's like, why should you rein in on how farming should be done if you aren't if you have no idea how farming is done and you're not from a farming state, community, anything? Don't fully disagree with you, but that's how America fucking works. Yeah. We also don't say, well, you shouldn't have any say on the border if you're not from Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, or California. Everyone else gets to weigh in on that shit too because it affects fucking everyone. Yeah, it doesn't just affect you. It affects the entire country.
1: That's true, that's true. It's
0: how we that's fucking fair. work. Alright, moving on to my political one.
1: Mm-hmm. Forewarning everyone, I have some hot opinions that I'm holding off on, so I'm gonna stay vanilla with this, but there is a... The story here I actually appreciate, and I feel like we definitely need to have a conversation. I think everyone should talk about this stuff more. Uh, so this is an uh, article from uh, Haritz.com. I don't have no fucking clue. Oh my god this is a nonsense site anyway criticizing Israel infowars.com infowars.com this no. is written by
0: Alex Jones
1: this is about you boy uh, <clears throat> criticizing Israel shouldn't be confused with anti-semitism Sanders tells Jewish supporter I so I have an argument with this uh, a lot of people come to me and talk about Israel I've, I've come out and said things about Israel in the past don't really support Israel a lot of people say that I've definitely been called an anti-semit before because of that but I will say this um, a lot of people say stuff like that. Don't have any skin in the game. My grandfather fought in that war. We lost people in that war. It's f- super fucked up. Uh, I think the things Israel is doing are a little scary. But I think that Bernie Sanders saying this was actually super brave.
0: He's essentially just saying. He like, could lose some support for that because there are some yeah. there's some hardliners on the on the Israel front from both sides, right and left. I agree. I think don't get me wrong. I think
1: anti-Semitism is a massive problem still yeah. in today's America. However, I think defending Israel or uh, criticizing Israel really not something that's about anti-semitism. People criticize fucking Arab countries constantly. I'm not calling them fucking bigots. Islamophobes, yeah. Yeah, Islamophobes. I'm like, you're probably right a long time ago. (laughs) People have been shitting on uh, Iran and fucking, uh, people don't really shit on Palestine.
0: People who do, anyway. (laughs) You can shit on America all day or you can shit on the USA all day long doesn't mean you hate America or Americans. Like, that's not how that works. You can criticize a government without having any basis on the people that live there or their religious creed. Yeah, and you know what? Hot take. If you were criticizing America and criticizing Christians and white people, I'm not that mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) I think think the biggest thing with that is that uh, I think you ask any average person if the first Jewish candidate for presidency is anti-Semitic, I think 90% of people are like, of course not. That's a stupid fucking thing to say. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people that just don't want him to be president and don't like the things that he's saying, so they'll mm-hmm. take anything they can to attack him. You got perfect examples with Ilhan Omar and AOC and everyone else that took stance because Israel does some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. And you, you never see it when when somebody with the R next to their name says some anti-Semitic shit. Mm-hmm. And that's that's never brought up. No one, no one talks about it. it just swept under the rug. It's like ah, oh, no, no big deal. Yeah. But then somebody that they don't like says something bad about Israel, and all of a sudden we got to jump to the defense here.
1: Bro, it's, it doesn't make any sense. The, the, these people have no skin in the game. They have no real stands. It's just, like is Israel a U.S. ally? Yes, but like even the formation of Israel, I don't understand this like massive coming to like defend them. Because the thing is, like I've noticed, like a lot of Christians, my my own family members. Uh, I criticize Israel and they get angry with me and they say, like they're like, oh, in the Bible it says that everyone's gonna turn on Israel, everyone's gonna turn on Jerusalem." And I'm like, "Motherfucker, Israel
0: wasn't around." Like, <laughs> like what are you what are you fucking saying? The like, nation state was not there when that was written. Yeah, mm. no, I was like, you're, like you telling me like people are gonna
1: hoard on Jer- Jerusalem? I don't think so. It's, a, it's the holy the pinnacle of the holy trinity and shit like that. It's just like. I I don't know with, with just stuff like this though I think that um I I think that we need to stop being afraid of criticizing people and I th- I think it's getting it's getting to the point because the problem is like with a lot of uh I don't know if I'm gonna go and say it, like a lot there a lot of Republicans they refuse to criticize their own candidates
0: yeah it's it, a huge problem because now one of them has become literally the the everything of their party. Yeah, it is now either curtailed to Trump, or you're not a real Republican anymore. Exactly. That Trum- shit does not happen on the other side. Trump shot on fucking military families recently, and people were like, they, "People didn't give a fuck." The military budget's being dove into to build that wall. It's oh my god. That, I mean, he. It's, but that's
1: the thing. We're not. We're not getting rid of fuck. We're not making less. Fuck. We're not making 800 less jets a year. We're 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 curling on benefits and shit that's easy. Yeah.
0: Military families. Benefits. Yeah, getting yeah. fucked
1: on, and now all of a sudden we can build a wall. All the supporters are like, "Well, not too happy about it, but I can never be blue." You know what I'm saying, brother? Fucking, <laughs> 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 and like I, it's funny, but it's like, motherfucker, dude. Like, I grew up in Flintville, Tennessee. I, this is fucking what it's like. They will do anything. They will, they will have so many mental gymnastics to avoid being
0: a, a Democrat. It's like it's it's some real weird it's treated cultism. more like a, it's treated more like a sports team than anything else. Exactly, you're yeah. not gonna trade just because one side's better because yeah. you're you're on this team. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, bro. Fucking
1: liberals are super weird about it too, dog. Like I'm definitely like everyone was like, uh, I was criticizing Hillary Clinton. People were just like, oh, you're doing woman as president. And I was like, that's the coldest shit I've ever heard. Like that's the dumbest take on <laughs> earth. I was like, I will I, look. I will criticize.
0: This is me. Me criticizing Hillary Clinton is about her being a woman. It's about her being Hillary fucking Clinton. <laughs> that's valid. My God. I think I think with that specifically, like the not the not attacking your own candidates and the Israel thing, that's where it becomes that line where it's uh, it might not be red versus blue as simple as that. It really is those in power and those not in power. Mm-hmm. The the people with the power they're they're fighting for Israel. They'll never say something bad because they could lose out. Mm-hmm. On different, different bullshit focus gr- or not focus groups, different bullshit uh, super PACs and political yeah. committees that want to influence them. Yeah. So they're just going to keep their fucking mouth shut up about it or pretend like those things aren't happening. And then you have the ones that are trying to make a difference become progressive, not traditional Democrats or traditional Republicans that will come out for both uh, fuck China and everything that they're trying to do and fuck Israel and everything that they're trying to do.
1: Mm-hmm. We have hot takes on both China and Israel, but separately. and I'm very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was enlightening. Honestly, I feel a little better than I did before we started the podcast. So I read that article, and I, I got excited, but also angry. Because I never mind. Just keep going. <laughs> what's your, what's
0: your uh, next topic? The random. We're up. We're up to the random Bandoms. The bandom The bandom subject of the podcast. I'm gonna be upfront with you. Mine is super vanilla and boring. Hmm. I got that uh, EA has just now gotten the Guinness World Record for most downvoted comment in Reddit history. What? Oh, for the Star Wars Battlefront 2 shit? This was their comment when people were super mad at EA for just shit loot boxes and not even releasing a full game, but it was all DLC garbage that no one cared about, and they said, well, we just wanted to do it that way so you would have the satisfaction of earning Uh, blah blah I'm not going to read the comment because it's just going to fill me with fucking rage I'm about to go make a new account and downvote it
1: what a sexy fucking way to put it though (laughs) we want you to feel good about this Darth Vader
0: skin that was written by the head of some marketing department that was beautifully worded oh yeah Downvoted to oblivion because everyone can see right fucking through it how
1: how checked out do you think this? Either checked out this dude is from actual video games and the culture of it, or just mentally checked out because he has to work for EA because they're paying him thousands of dollars. Well, there was
0: recently just uh, Hassan Minaj. I think we've plugged him on the show before. Hassan Minaj. Uh, <laughs> uh, he has a series on Netflix, and he did an episode about just how shit it is working in the gaming industry, because like developers and whatnot for games. If you if you've gotten to the point that you're developing video games, you fucking love video games, yeah. and it's so easy to take advantage of people in a in a workplace when that person literally couldn't loves what they're doing. Yeah. So they're working eighty hour shifts to get video games to pop out with with minimal glitches and get all the maximum money, and then getting fucked over because yeah. they're sometimes contract employees or they're getting fired. So right now they're trying to unionize. Yeah and find a way to not be getting fucked every time bro one of my like my dream job when I was like in high school and like growing up
1: like actually this is more like closer in college when I was still doing advertising like I wanted to work for Playstation Mm -hmm. I wanted to be Playstation's like PR or marketing like I thought that would be such a fucking awesome job and I started looking into it I do not want to support fucking video I want to support video game studios through buying their games I don't want to be working with them I don't want to fucking suffer constantly and have to push shit and then have like knowing game devs are being fucking, like, having beds in their offices or, or yeah. bringing cots into work. It's insanity. It's crazy. And it's sometimes
0: not overtime work.
1: No, yeah. Sometimes what what are you gonna getting getting do, them for them You're
0: not getting paid shit, so you can't even sue. It's it's bad,
1: dude. It's it's, it's, it's scary to think that people that are living their lives like this, and it's just like, I'm... Just, and, the, and that's the thing, too. Like, there's a big drug problem in the game industry. There's a mm-hmm. big... Tra- there's a big... Tra- I mean, there's big tra- drug problems across every high-stakes, like... Uh, they're not high stakes, high, like higher, like uh... high workflow places. You know, Wall Street has a big drug problem. <laughs> the thing is, they're making Wall Street money, they're not making fucking video game money. Yeah, they're getting good drugs. <clears throat> yes, yes. It's the same thing with like a uh, rock The crunch time they went through for GTA Five and Red Dead Two. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god! And the thing is, like the when whenever people are uh, this one dude, I actually have a take on this. This one guy, Greg Miller, what he went up, um, and it, he he was corny. He accepted some award or whatever. And, but he said it was for like people's choice but he was just like oh and I just beat Rise of the Tomb Raider he was like I want to thank fucking uh, this one lady can't remember her name it was Michelle something he was just some random designer uh, on who worked on Shadow of the Tomb Raider and he was like, took a hard stance. like we do not respect game developers enough yeah and so he, like, he was like and then he went on this podcast later and he was talking about he was like things like whenever you make vi- when people make video games and they love them they're like oh thank you Rockstar thank you CD Projekt Red not Thank you, developers, not heads of these studios, for making these people work 90,000 fucking hours a week.
0: Yeah. That way, video games suck. Damn. Play some indie games. Give, give some guys some money that made a game by himself with countless hours. <sighs> I'll tell you one thing about indie games, dog. I do not make shooting indie games for brain dead idiots like me
1: <laughs> who just want to play with cool guns and fight bad guys. Tart cough. That game's too hard. Uh, Rust. That game's too dumb.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: okay. That's our list. But we love Fortnite. We love oh Fortnite. God. Okay. Uh, uh, let's run this one back quick. All right. So my games topic is that Xbox just released a discless console,
0: and people fucking think it's cool. It's yeah, the Xbox. So scary. It's the X ex- Why is it scary? Well, I know that Google is about to release their their discless console. That just kind of works as like a Netflix library of video yeah. games with What's Google Stadia? control. That's different. They're streaming that shit. That's fair. Yeah. So, but this what's I mean the only big difference with this one is that they're downloading those yeah. games instead of streaming them. It's all digital. But the thing about
1: uh, the thing about fucking um, the Google Stadia shit is that
0: you buy these games and own them, and you're streaming them. Yeah. Uh, my biggest issue is that uh, back back to trying to help out the Midwest. Yeah, Stadia sounds fucking dope for most people that live in major, giant, metropolitan areas. I've lived out in the boonies before outside of San Marcos. There was fucking no way that shit was going to ever work for me. Mm -hmm. And if the gaming industry keeps moving in that direction with a discless Xbox One and Stadia, I couldn't download a fucking game out there. I'd have to take my Xbox, bring it to school, plug it in through an Ethernet at school, and then download it and then bring it back home. Because downloading a a 10 gigabyte game would have taken me 8 days yeah minimum Jesus Christ yeah I just didn't play online games when I lived there there was no fucking chance in hell it was ever gonna work anyway welcome back to the student housing podcast
1: guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jumping back to last week <laughs> but yeah no I just think uh, I think uh, me personally I think it's really cool and I'm actually kind of excited about this uh the only problem I have with this is that it retails for two fifty, and the regular Xbox One retails for uh 300. I yeah. It's fucking just knock off 100. Uh, and make uh, it worth it to only be able to go digital. Because right. the
0: thing is, they could literally sell this thing for
1: 150 and they'd still make a
0: fuckload of money. I want to end on a positive note with this no. one instead of a negative one. I, I say I don't like it, I think it's bad, mainly for the resale value of games. But on a positive note, it sounds really good for the environment. No more plastic yes. shitty cases No more CDs, no more overproducing of games yes. You know how many fucking copies of Kingdom Hearts 3 And other shit is just laying around in fucking some dude's Fucking some, some Amazon shipment warehouse. warehouse Just stacked to the fucking ceiling Good night Because it didn't sell well enough yeah. That's tons of plastic wasted That's crazy, I never even thought about that If everything can get digital Make it a lot better for the also, whole world
1: we would take GameStop out of the equation They've been garbage forever. That's true. I did dupe GameStop one time. It was fucking awesome. I'm not going to get into it. Don't want to go to jail. (laughs) Don't want to go to GameStop. Gamer jail. Dude, Gamer jail. I'm a minority. I'd be fucked. Oh, no. (laughs) Don't go to Gamer jail. (laughs) Uh, Alright,
0: well, uh, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of... uh, How
1: did we rebrand
0: this? Variety Hour. Variety Hour. Let Let us know. Actually do. On Twitter. Yeah. For the love of God, let us know if this was a good episode. We're trying something new here. Yeah, we don't know how it went.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're, uh, this is the blueprint. We're working on it, baby. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening.